Welcome to Twink Wars. The podcast where two grown adults talk about a TV show about teenage werewolves. I'm Heather. I'm Rashad. Um, This is our first episode, so we'll go ahead and tell you guys a little bit about our experience with the show. Um, I have seen all of it from beginning to end. I've seen some of it more than once, so I'm very familiar with some of it. I have seen everything except for the second half of the final season but i did see the last episode because it was just time for me to bow out at that point that's fair i think uh we can both agree that we enjoy a lot about this show yeah we do but it definitely has its faults oh for sure and i will be pointing out all of mine (laughs) yes um we also both agree that our favorite character is styles oh yeah 100 percent. dylan o'brien is just a treasure exactly yes um I won't get into who my least favorite character is because we won't meet them for a while. I have, like, I don't know, a few contenders for my least favorite character, but they're all villains. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably... Or, I should say antagonists, because uh, Jackson is one of them. Yeah, that's true, yeah, definitely. I have, like, one of my first notes about Jackson is Jackson is the worst. Yeah, so. So, (laughs) there we have it. Yeah. Um, I guess one other important thing that you should know about us, if you, before you get into this, we don't believe that Derek is real. <laughs> no, we do not. Um, I do love Derek, and I love Styles, obviously, but I do not believe in Derek, but I love the potential for it. <laughs> no shame, if that's your thing. We're not going to be talking about it very much. No. So if that is a, a no-go for you, then just be warned. Yeah. Um, so before we get into talking about the episode, we'll go ahead, um, give some info about it. This is season one, episode one. It's called Wolf Moon. It was released on June 5th, 2011. It was written by show creator Jeff Davis and directed by Russell McKay. I think that's how you say that. Sure. Um, and, uh, the IMDB rating was 75 Seven out of ten, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's Above pretty solid average. for a pilot episode yeah. of a show. Sounds fair to me. Um, Jeff Davis also, I think, was wasn't he the guy who did um, Criminal Minds? Yeah, he worked on Criminal Minds. I thought it did he create Criminal Minds? I don't know because I didn't really watch Criminal Minds except for when we would hang out sometimes. Yeah, I I, I mean I was obsessed with it for a while. Is it still on? I think so, but I don't think any of the original cast is on there anymore. Okay. Or at least I know the uh, Spencer guy is not on there anymore. Okay, yeah. The fav- the best character. Yeah. Um, do you want to do a, like a brief summary of what happens in this episode? Just like a couple sentences? Um, so my version of how this episode goes down is it opens in Beacon Hills, California, and uh, we see... The like cops are showing up to a crime scene, and then there's Scott, our protagonist, is working out because he's got lacrosse tryouts. Are they tryouts or is it just practice? Uh, it seems like they're all on the team already. Yeah, so I guess I don't just know. He's tri- got lacrosse things happening. Is it just tryouts for first line? Maybe. Did they just know. take everyone? And then they just decide who gets to play. I think that's what it is. I think they everybody's already on the team, and then they're just like. Whoever plays the best gets to be, like, on the starting line. Yeah, because there's no way that Styles yeah. made the no. team in tryouts. They were yeah. just like, sure, fine, here's a jersey. And, and I don't know sports at all. So oh, <laughs> whatever, I'm just trusting whatever they tell me about lacrosse is how it works. Sure. So, you throw a ball with a net yeah. thing. I don't know. And then, um, let's see. I know that Styles shows up immediately and... Mm-hmm. I was immediately like, all right, well, that's, like, the cutest boy on the show. Sure. Yep. And I think, like, okay, cool. And I There's... think, well, I think before we move on, we have to point out that we had our first shirtless scene. Oh, yeah, we did. Because Scott is shirtless right off the bat. Oh, yeah, Jeff Davis loves him some shirtless boys. Exactly. Um, I did make the note, how is Styles hanging off of the roof? I don't know. <laughs> I think that was just, like, some weird 90s trope where people just like come to their best friend's windows and sure i never had that friendship no i don't know but i also didn't have a house where my friend could get to my window no well i had a house that you could get to my window but it was not in a neighborhood where your friends would just 
walk to your house. Uh, nobody's friends came through their windows. No. That is something that only like 90 sitcom children got to experience, yeah. I think. Uh, and the other thing I, rem- I thought about when I was watching that is because is uh, the fact that he's hanging upside down. I remember there is behind the scenes stuff when um, they were doing the Scorch Trials, another oh, Dylan yeah. O'Brien project. Yeah. And they were talking about how they had to like stop filming every 30 seconds or something. Otherwise, they'd pass out because they're oh. hanging upside down. You know that scene where oh. they're being captured? Yeah, Did I that never happen? even thought about that. I think actually. Was he upside down, though, in this show? I thought he was just like yeah. He was hanging money. upside down off the. Oh my deck. gosh! Okay, well, my memory shot. So I'm just wondering. I think actually, yeah. and now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I remember hearing something about how they had to, to stop because he was just going to keep going, and he may have actually passed out. He probably would have. That's on brand for him. I could just be making that up. I don't know. It's okay, but um. um yeah. So then Styles is like, "Hey, my dad is the sheriff, and we need to go check out this crime scene that he went to because." I listened to all of his phone calls, and we've got a severed body. <laughs> and so excited. Immediately, I'm like, terrible idea. Don't go to an active crime scene investigation. But I give them props for actually commenting on it. And uh, Scott asked Styles about it, and he's like, um, I actually didn't think about it, about what a bad idea it is to come to an active crime scene. And they haven't found the killer yet, so. Yeah. It didn't I- bother me as much once they commented <laughs> on it. <laughs> Well, I think, I mean, I think it's a pattern for Styles to just act yep. before. He has, like, he high thinks. manic bestie energy. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't understand the, why, and it's not just Teen Wolf. I feel like this is another thing in other media. I mean, like, what's the stand by me, the whole plot of that Oh, yeah, movie? let's go look at the dead body by the train tracks. Is this a thing, you were a teenage boy, is this the thing teenage boys want to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We always want to see, like, weird stuff, and we don't think about anything. <laughs> Uh, which is why I was okay with that comment. As soon as he commented on it, I was like, yeah, I will be like, that sounds like a great idea, and I'll do it, and then I'll be there, and I'm like, you know what, I did not think this through. I would never have wanted, I just, even as a teenager, I don't think I would ever have wanted to go um, look for a dead body. No, I wouldn't, I don't want to go to an active crime scene investigation ever, for oh, any no. reason. Definitely Especially, not. like, not, when it just occurred, yeah. the killer is roaming around, and I already know that whatever happened, this person was ripped in half. No thank yeah. you. Looking for half a body. Yeah. And they don't even know which half they're going to no. find out there. Ugh, I was no. like, plus, I don't want to deal with the cops. No. Well, he's used to dealing with cops, I guess. He feels oh, yeah, immune to it. And, you know, honestly, so I guess we'll just, like, continue on with what goes on in the episode. Yeah. So then uh, they immediately get caught by... Uh, Styles' dad, uh, Sheriff Johnny Cage. Yes. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I don't remember his real name. Um, Linda Nashby. Yes. I also have that all here. If we ever need to reference IMDb. Oh, yeah. Okay, good deal. So. Um, yep, so they get caught by Sheriff Stalinsky. But Scott hides behind a tree. And, you know, I don't even know why he bothered hiding because it didn't seem like he would get in much trouble. Like, I feel like the worst yeah. thing that would have happened was. He gets a ride home and the sheriff tells his mom and his mom is like, Scott, yeah, don't and, do that. <laughs> I mean, is that worse than being stuck out in the woods by yourself? yourself? No, but I mean, it seems like <laughs> these kids just like roam these woods randomly all the time, which I guess is fair. I guess, but I don't know. But still, I didn't see the point in hiding Mm-mm. and pretending like he wasn't there. I saw no negatives. Because, like, Styles had no consequences. He didn't get grounded or anything. No. I highly doubt he got that stern talking to that was even implied. Yeah, I feel like this is not something that the sheriff was surprised by. No. To find him there. It was like, it's another Tuesday night. And I don't, I don't know if he believed that Scott wasn't there. No, but he's like, whatever. (laughs) Scott walks home all the time. Sure, whatever. Sure, why not? Um. Um. Oh, I also had to make a note, so... After Styles and his dad leave, then Scott's walking back home and all the deer get scared. The CGI deer. Yes. And then (laughs) the deer didn't bother me as much. It's whatever. The CGI inhaler is what really got me. I didn't notice that. His CGI inhaler like comes at the screen like in a 3D movie. I was like, did they want this to be 3D? They could have just showed us. They could have just showed us the inhaler in the dirt, and I would have got it. He dropped his inhaler. Yeah. There's no need to like 
computer generated inhaler coming at the screen as mm-hmm. the deer run by. Yeah, but it has drama, I guess. And then I made another note where I said, that half a body is gnarly yes. to look at, though. I wrote pretty gruesome. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you, it's not what you expect from a teen drama. <laughs> no, not on MTV. Right. I guess it's... Mm, ex- Kind of makes sense well, if it's the guy who did Criminal Minds. Yeah, and I guess that was that era where MTV was, like, really trying to push the envelope. Because they had that Scream TV series, oh, yeah. too. And was that the same time? Yeah. No. They did. Uh, one of the girls from Teen Wolf, like, not one of the famous ones, but one of them was in Scream for a period of time. For someone on Teen Wolf? Like an extra. Like, uh, not, okay. not somebody relevant. Not okay. somebody relevant. <laughs> okay. It was like... The same bargain bin that you could get a CW mm-hmm. like actor out of, you could get an MTV <laughs> actor out of for right. your MTV show. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of those situations. Um, so he finds the dead body. Then he like what? Then he stumbles out. That, into that's the when road. he sees the wolf. That's when oh, he sees right. the wolf. Did and I? Did I not write that down? How did I leave that out? Oh, whatever. <laughs> and I go, uh, and he gets bitten immediately. And I'm like, that bite does not match the jaws on that bad CGI no, werewolf, but okay. <laughs> definitely not. That was a very dainty bite. That CGI werewolf looked like it could just, like, rip a grown man apart. Uh-huh, yeah. As, even as, like, poorly designed as it was. Yeah. So then, okay, so then he, he got bit, and then he stumbles out into the road? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and almost gets hit. Right. But doesn't, and the person just keeps driving because fuck that kid. <laughs> right. That's and that's a spoiler that we won't discuss yet. Who is driving that car? Oh right? yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. We don't learn about that until like season three, I think. Oh my! Right? I can't even remember who's driving. So well, then I won't talk about it. <laughs> Great! Yay! Um, no spoilers for me. And then they play that like jingle bells sounding music. Yeah, and <laughs> then it's cool, but it does sound kind of like Christmas. It does. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It, it does. It's kind of, it, it gives like a, it somehow gives like an ominous atmosphere while also sounding like Jingle Bells. Most of the music is all over the place in this show. Yes. That's a consistent theme mm-hmm. is how crazy the music is. Did and we discuss how much you don't like that song at the beginning? We did. Okay. I didn't change that. Like, <laughs> this song is horrible. I don't remember anything. But then towards the end, they did play one song that I knew, and I was like, I actually like that song. Oh, yeah. They played a couple. They played Fantagram. That's what, that's the song that I liked mm-hmm. that they play later. I was yeah. like, I know this song, and I actually like it. Yep. I had to write that down. Um, um, then, then he goes to sleep. Title card. Yes. <laughs> Teen Wolf. Yes. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, he wakes up, he goes to school the next day, he, like, rides his bike to school, he's putting his bike in the bike rack, and then here comes motherfucking Jackson in his Porsche. Absolute worst. And Scott, it, like, I've made a note of this, Scott has already put his bike into the rack. Scott's just standing there minding his own business as Jackson pulls up to him, and Jackson is immediately like, watch the paint job. Bitch, he was already there. He, You hit him <laughs> with yeah. your car door. Yeah, he was... <laughs> Already there in that space, but whatever. Yeah. And I know that, like, Colton Haynes is, like, stereotypically attractive. Yeah. But I was like, he is not pretty enough to warrant that attitude. I'm like, what? I But I know that he's overcompensating because he's Jackson. And right. And we find out more about him. But I don't know. We never find out enough about him to make me like him. No, I never <laughs> feel sorry for anything that this kid is going to go through. No, I, no. There's just, he has no redeeming qualities. No. As far as I can tell. And then, so after that, Scott goes to class and he is hearing things. Well, first, he meets up with Styles. Oh, yes, he does. And Styles, or, and so Scott tells Styles that he thinks he saw a wolf, and Styles tells him there are no wolves. In, in California. California. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then that's when we find out. I've completely skipped over that we find out that Styles has a crush on Lydia. Right. And Lydia does not know that he exists. Yeah. Even though she, he was like an inch from her face when he said, hi, Lydia. But she was like into her friend. <laughs> yeah. So. Her friend that we never see again. No, there are a lot of cute people. There was this like, I have a note here about like after uh, the class where Scott meets Allison they're talking to this really cute black girl in the right. hallway. And I'm like, who is she? Who is that? She's adorable. And she talks like she knows them. Yeah. There's a lot of interactions with like, I really like that about this episode was that they felt like 
a real high school. They were talking to other people, not just like the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. We'll never see that girl again. No, we don't see any <laughs> of these kids again. But I like that they interact with the background characters. That was a nice touch. Yeah, it would be nice if they had kept it up, but I guess yeah. they didn't want to pay that many people. Probably not. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, everybody can't get a sad card. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, prior to them talking to the really cute girl in the hallway, uh, Scott is in class. Yes. And then there, the teacher opens up the class talking about the gruesome murder. Right. He's like, but we're going to focus on this syllabus. I was like, this like, is really awkward. I guess, I mean, this is, we don't live in a giant city, but it's not a small town like, I guess, Beacon Hills is supposed to be. But yeah, I, I think Beacon, I think that's what the, the vibe they wanted us to have is that everybody knows everybody in I Beacon guess. Hills. So, like, this is, like, big news for their town. But the high school's got a lot of kids in it. It does. It seems like a school for a moderately sized town. I guess. City. But. Not one where everybody, everybody would hear, oh, there was a gruesome murder. We have to talk about nothing else. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things. Yeah. Where, you know, <laughs> we, ha- we got to keep the story moving. Yeah. And make sure that everybody is aware of somewhat of the situation. Yeah, I suppose. But then again, like, a lot of weird shit happens in this show as it goes on. And everybody don't talk about like, it. You don't think about it. But then, like, you'll have a character that you think isn't in the know. And they're like, dude, yeah, there's weird shit happening all the time. We just act like it doesn't happen. But we're getting way ahead of ourselves. So I'll stop talking about <laughs> like it. seasons. But That's way seasons later. This is not a spoiler-free podcast. We'll try to keep it spoiler-free, but... You know, it is what it is. Things happen. Um, so while Scott is in class, everybody's looking at the syllabus. He hears somebody talking. I guess the rest of the class is just reading the syllabus silently. And then he is zeroing in on this girl outside. And she's forgotten her pen. And she's talking to her mom. It's like yeah. a really weird conversation. Honestly, I'm like, why is she? I don't remember what they were talking about. She forgot her pen. She was talking to her mom about forgetting her pen. Like, she didn't think anyone would be able to give her like there's no uh, extra pens i don't know i think they were just like i can't uh crystal reed they were like crystal we just need you to have like the most generic high school conversation you could think of on the fly yeah i the thing that i made a note of is in i don't know i mean it's definitely nitpicking but why is the phone ringing and her conversation so loud yeah but nothing else around him is too loud i had the exact same thought why is he just all of a sudden pinning like zeroing in on this girl yeah. i actually made a note and i was like oh it's allison he zeroed in on is it are we supposed to think like oh because it, it's allison it's like some kind of cosmic connection i don't think Bullshit. so i think it's just like good writing <laughs> but not bad writing just like it's one of those things just like we are trying to tell a story this is just how it works so that we can yeah. tell the story i mean it's a fun little it's cute situation and then she walks in and it's very like neat cute and right he gives her a pin which immediately is a red flag to me yes if i was her i'm like how so many red flags <laughs> i would be freaked out if i was else and he does it throughout the episode mm-hmm. he just keeps doing things that he shouldn't know about and if i was her i'd be like absolutely not yeah like the pen thing i could give cut him some slack i would be like yeah that's like oh he's weird. Just- how did he know I needed a pen? Maybe he's just trying to break the ice. He doesn't know that I need a pen. It's a coincidence. Yeah. That I could let go. Yeah. <laughs> but immediately I was just like, huh. It is weird. Yeah. Totally weird. <laughs> but, well, I would give it a pass. So then we move on. Um, well, More bad music. <laughs> that, then we get to the hallway scene. And then I was like, oh my God, Scott, stop staring. <laughs> he stares oh, at her yeah. a lot. Yes. And I get that it's cute. But I guess I'm more of an awkward person now. And I'm much more aware when people are looking at me. So if I was Allison, I'd be like, what is this dude's problem? He's really cute, but he will not stop staring at me. Why is he looking at me? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think Allison is aware of a lot of things. No, she's very aloof. Yeah. Uh, and of course, so Scott's over here. Is this where Scott's overhearing Lydia? Oh, yes. Once again, listening in on her conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other time. He listens to, uh, Jackson and Lydia... And, you know, I thought Lydia was going to be, like, a mean girl bitch, but she wasn't. Not to Allison. No. Well, <laughs> she just ignored Styles. So, she yeah, I think her- that gave the impression that she was, like, that girl. But well, then when she meets Lydia. She's not not that girl. You're right. <laughs> but from this first episode. Yeah. Just, like, starting over fresh, I was like, oh, she's the mean girl. And then she interacts with Allison. I'm like, oh, no, she's actually genuine. I kept waiting for her to be, like 
that is the ugliest effing jacket <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Well, it is. I don't know. Her, she's so aggressively wanting to be Allison's friend. As so an aggressive, like, uh, extrovert person that likes to collect introverted friends, uh, I get that. Okay. Well, sometimes you just have to be that person and come at them dead on. So she's, you think she's just. She's just being friendly. She's yeah, just like, I think new that's girl just needs friends. the extrovert in her. All right. She's like, let's be friends. You're the new girl. I know you feel awkward. Or yeah. she's assuming that she feels awkward. So that's my move. That's All how right. I would move. We can give her the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. And then uh, Jackson <laughs> invites her to this party. And she's like, um, I have family night. And Scott makes a mental note of that. Yeah. Oh, and this is uh, when they talk to the girl we never see again. Yes. <laughs> Cute girl. I'm sure she graduated. Yeah lived a full life sure. far from beacon hills and all of the bullshit it's, i mean goes it's, down she's here. better off yeah just for sure. staying out of their nonsense and then they go to lacrosse practice mm-hmm. and i made a note i like this lacrosse practice song before scarts scart <laughs> before scott starts being the goalie this other song sounds like a 90s commercial it was like that weird jamaican song oh i don't remember <laughs> it doesn't matter i didn't make a note of that i just made a note that Scott is good at lacrosse all of a sudden. Yes, and, and it, I'm like, Styles is precious, so supportive. Yes. Jackson is not happy about it. No, not He's at all. He's so immediately pissed off. He is. That boy is so angry. Um, But I attribute that to him being a, spoiler alert, closeted homosexual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes him very angry. Big spoiler. <laughs> it makes you so angry. But I was never yeah. buying Jackson... Jackson never read to me a straight. Well, I mean, one of the other notes I made might be in this same scene is, do Jackson and Lydia even like each other? Yeah, I don't think... I think they were those couple and they, like, kind of, like, look at the way the world works. It's like, oh, we're two of the most attractive, popular people in school. Yeah. So we should probably get together. Right. It just makes sense. We have to be the king and queen of the high school. And nobody else was, like, really doing it for them, so why wouldn't they? Yeah. Because I just... I can't think of... I mean, there must be some inter- interaction between them at some point that yeah. seems like they enjoy each other's company, but I cannot think of one. <laughs> I'm sure they do have things in common. I th- well, they have being rich and pretty in common. They do. And I think that Lydia is a lot nicer than we give her credit for. I think that she, especially from conversations that they have later on in the series, mm-hmm. I think that she likes... Uh, Jackson and just wants to be there for him because she knows that he's going through shit. She knows more about him than anybody else. Yeah. So she gives him the slack that the rest of us don't give him. Yeah. Whether because she, she knows him the best. Yeah. Whether he deserves it or not right. is like <laughs> irrelevant. Right. But that's how that works. I um, think. And then I just have a note that says, oh, it's Derek. It's so dark and mysterious. Oh, I made a note here that says very obvious lacrosse double. Because <laughs> there's the scene where uh jackson is coming and they go slow-mo because it's very intense and jackson is gonna try to score so oh yeah i remember that and it's just i mean it's just like practically a close-up and that's definitely not colton haynes (laughs) i was being a good gay and focusing on the little bit of skin that was showing as he lifted up his lacrosse (laughs) stick and his jersey was coming up Uh and i'm like yep those are his little twink abs except they weren't because that wasn't they weren't they were his little twink abs (laughs) they were whoever this lacrosse player is yep um so then, okay, so that's when Scott and Styles go back to the woods to look for Scott's inhaler. Right? Is that... After it? that, after the cross practice. Oh, maybe. I, yeah, let's go with that. Well, I have a note that says Scott can smell gum. Oh, yes, the mint mojito <laughs> gum. Right. And then, yeah, they go back. That's it. That's where the Derek so dark and mysterious note came from. Right, yeah. So, but well, before that, uh, Styles makes his big joke about uh scott's symptoms must mean that he has lycanthropy which is like dead on which yeah exactly i mean it's ridiculous (laughs) right but of course at this point they both think that's ridiculous and of course and obviously scott doesn't know what lycanthropy means which is weird because i feel like scott it's it is scott but i feel like there are just certain things that everybody hears about as a kid whether you're into those things or not i feel like werewolves like everybody kind of has a general idea of what werewolves are and what they do that is an interesting point to bring up because I don't know, because this is a show about werewolves, does that mean any me- werewolf media exists? Like The Walking Dead with the walkers and like those people have never seen zombies right. so that's why they don't call them zombies. Right. 
So I was just thinking about that. So maybe you're right. Maybe that's it. So they've never watched. They don't know like American Werewolf in Paris or no, whatever. Which I guess you know. I think we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to view it that way because I figure when Styles was doing all of his research, there would have been like stacks of like werewolf movies, right? If this was like your stereotypical like werewolf show so yeah, yeah. like these okay. are the things that we just automatically know obviously these are but they don't know a werewolf okay fair um, enough i'll give it a pass i'll let it go yeah and then i have to know where the hell did Derek come from he's just always <laughs> he's everywhere just he's like michael myers he just <laughs> shows up and stares menacingly he's either like menacingly staring at somebody or like brooding he's yes. like oh i'm so upset brooding I'm just and staring, staring at you and he's just He's just suddenly there. Like, how did they not hear him coming? The, like, the ground is covered in dead leaves. Because he's a better werewolf than them. He can access his, like, werewolf stealth powers okay. during the day, I guess. Sure. Um. So then, yeah. So the Derek tells him they're on private property, and he gives Scott his inhaler back. Even though he doesn't need it. Right. Um. I and think... Then, is that when Scott goes to work? Well, then... Well, Der- or Styles gives a little info when he's like, oh my god, that's Derek Hale. Oh, yeah. And His whole like, family died in a fire. Like, ten years ago. And they say he's a few years older than us. I try not to think about the ages, because when they start doing the flashbacks and everything, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how long ago that was supposed to be, but I know that that little kid did not turn into Derek. Right. Because they're, <laughs> they're, what, 16? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Everyone- well, okay, we're going to get ahead of ourselves. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole so early. Okay, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, wait as things unfold. But. Yeah. So then, yes, yeah, so I haven't heard that. Then that's when Scott goes to work and he's going to disinfect his wound, but <gasps> it's healed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then I made a note that it looked like, I don't know if they filmed part of this episode later, mm-hmm. but I feel like in this next series of scenes, they have shots where he has shorter hair. He does. <laughs> He does. I noticed that too. Yeah. I thought he had just like combed his hair or something. Yeah, it's usually pretty messy. It's hard to tell because he's got like that messy mm-hmm. teenager hair. I like. I feel like for most of the episode, he has like the Bieber hair mm-hmm. going on. And then a couple of shots, like when he looks at himself in the mirror and a couple like later when he's talking to Allison, it's definitely shorter. Yeah. But. For sure. Um, then I also have to note that cats hate werewolves. Yes, and then as the cats are freaking out, it goes to Allison at the door, and she's hit this puppy, and I have a note that this dog is cute, even though it does not like her. I Yeah, and I have the note, how did she get the dog in the car? Yeah, especially if if it hates her that much. Right, did she knock it unconscious with her car? I don't know, I guess the dog must have been in shock. Maybe. But she uh, maybe he was picking up on Scott's werewolf vibes, but then he, mm-hmm. like, did his, like, werewolf powers on it. Maybe. And that's what made it chill out. Although, and I guess it doesn't work on cats because they're cats. And yeah. the dog, like, reacts to werewolves because they're, like, in the same family, because maybe. Scott is, well, he's not an alpha, but he's... He's, like, part of... I think any werewolf can do that. <laughs> he ranks above cannon. dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, and then Allison is... Or Scott's treating... The dog and gives Allison his shirt. Right. And, then and he's staring. I wrote, uh-oh, Nike. Yep, I go, Allison <laughs> and Scott are cute, but Scott stares a lot. Yeah, and the dog judges him for it. Yes, and he's like, I didn't see anything. <laughs> he's um, very endearing sometimes. Yeah. He's like a lovable idiot. He is. He's cute. He's a himbo. He is definitely <laughs> a himbo. Um, that's so Allison then, of course, has to say that she's not a girly girl. Yeah, oh, that whole conversation was really cute. I really enjoyed that wow. whole little Except venture. for the girly girl part. Yeah. You're you're allowed to cry if you hit a dog with your car. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's not even a girly girl thing. No, that's, that's just a person natural. with emotions. Yeah, thing. with a heart. Yeah. Um. And then, let's see, I say, if I was Allison, I would be so creeped out by Scott knowing all this shit he shouldn't know. Because mm-hmm. that's when he asks, that's when Scott invites her to the party. Because right. he goes, is family night a lie? Yeah. Or, like, are you really doing that? Well, before that, I also, I had a couple of notes. Okay. One, I remember from right, um, behind the scenes features that they had to CGI the eyelash on her cheek. <laughs> wow. Because they forgot to put an eyelash on her cheek when he says there is one. So if you look at it, there isn't one. Yeah, uh, there's nothing there. I didn't see one initially, <laughs> and then, and then I saw it to wipe it away. That's not a real eyelash. Oh, 
That's a lot of effort to just forget the eyelash. Well, I mean, like, they put in all the effort to get that CGI inhaler. Why not? Yeah, I guess. Um, And then I also made the note that it surprised me that Scott knew the word litigious. Yes! (laughs) But good for him. He's a learned (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, that's when Allison is leaving, and he asks her if family game night was real or if it was just a lie. Yeah. At which point she should be like, what is, what the fuck is with this guy? How does he know that? How does he know that? (laughs) Is he stalking me? Like, but she's charmed by it. Yeah. Um, and then he goes home, goes to sleep. Second shirtless scene. Yes. And I do have a note where I say I like this transition from his bed to the woods. I made that note as well. But then my next note is LOL CGI wolf. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So really cool transition to just yeah i mean they did their best they yeah <laughs> it is what it is uh, um and then he runs through the woods and he ends up in a somebody's pool yeah the neighbors are staring at him and the neighbor in that scene is the director russell mckay oh yeah fun i fact. did not know that yeah i also i i remember watching it thinking i feel like that's somebody mm-hmm. and then i went on here and i read the trivia afterwards i'm like ah yes i knew that'll do it <laughs> And then, let's see. Oh, and then my next note is he goes to school, and Jackson is immediately up in his face. Mm-hmm. And I say Scott is an idiot, but so is Jackson. Um, steroids don't make you perform better at lacrosse, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they would have benefited him. In, they don't improve your reflexes. <laughs> no, you're not doing somersaults and scoring. No. Like, he could run faster and hit harder, but that's it. That's not, yeah, maybe if they were... It's not going to improve his hand-eye coordination. If you were wrestlers, maybe? Yeah, sure, for sure. (laughs) For sure, he could, like, easily beat somebody at wrestling, but you're not going to become a better lacrosse player by doing steroids. But, of course, this is the scene with one of the best lines ever. Which one? When, uh... Jackson asks him, where are you getting your juice? Yeah. And Scott says, my mom mom does all the grocery shopping. shopping. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great line. Um, Love it. The whole the whole scene, the whole interaction is hilarious. Jack, I get, so like, do you think that is Jackson's personality, or do you think like Colton Haynes is like not that great of an actor? No what shade to Colton mean? fans. Like, I don't know. I feel like I don't think that Colton's a bad actor, but I do think that Jackson is such a weird character. The way that he like delivers some of the lines, yeah, it's just I'm like Jackson is so weird. Well, I do think. I think he's pretty good in this scene. The one note I had was after Scott has his little rant yeah. about, you know, I don't remember exactly what he says, but how everything mm-hmm. in his life is weird right now. Oh, yeah. And then Jackson just kind of stares at him and says, you think you're funny? Yeah. And like, that wouldn't be my reaction. No, not at all. And I go, <laughs> I do say, Scott, seriously, why are you just blabbering your nonsense at Jackson? Like, I get, like, needing to, like, get that out, even though Styles is right there. <laughs> Right. Like, not literally right there in that moment. Mm-hmm. But Styles is right there, so why aren't you just, like, relaying all of this to him again? Why are you just blabbing it out to the yeah. school bully? But, sure. But I just think, I, you know, uh, if that somebody had said all of that to me all of a sudden, I don't think I would assume they were joking. Mm-hmm. I think I would assume, I would just be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? But sure. So I just, I don't think... I don't necessarily think that that's Colton Haynes' fault for not being able to deliver that. I feel like that's a dumb line. Yeah, okay. That's, okay, there we go. It's a dumb reaction to have to that, and that's not his fault. I don't have anything against Colton Haynes. (laughs) I was just wondering. (laughs) He was a baby then. Um, so then we go to the next lacrosse practice. Um... All I have is I truly love Dylan O'Brien. Styles is a treasure. <laughs> well, yes, that could be any scene. What um, even is this pep talk the coach is giving? Oh, well, so, okay. So I have notes. I have to keep dabbing my eyes because when I laugh a lot, my eyes start to water. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so I have a note that uh, Styles tells Scott that they found wolf hairs on the corpse. Oh, yeah. Um, and then what you were saying about the speech that coach gives about the last line being everything else is cream cheese. Yeah. Apparently that is a reference to the Teen Wolf movie. 
That's apparently a line from that. Because I wrote the same thing down. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Do you want to do... Should we watch the Teen Wolf movies at some point? Maybe. Yeah. I know we're obviously going to cover the one for the show. Ugh, yeah. But that'll be a while. (laughs) Yeah, we got some time before we get to that. Oh, God, that... I was already going to watch it, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Begrudgingly, but uh, now I have to. You have to, because then you can't complain about it, like, validly if you don't watch it. Yeah. Fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So then I just have basically another note that it's a montage of Scott being good at lacrosse again. Yep. And then uh, my next note is, oh yeah, research time. Um, Oh, well, first uh, Scott gets promoted to first line. He does. First, it looks like Coach is mad at him for, I guess, doing gymnastics instead of lacrosse, but then he promotes him to first line. Yeah, he was so good. And then research montage. Yes. The classic. Which I love. I love a good research montage. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know anything about werewolves, so he's got to do all of this research into ancient lore, apparently. Yeah. Where did he get that old-ass book? I guess from the library. I guess. I don't know. I was I was thinking like why did he waste so much ink? Why why did he print all of that out? Scott's I don't think Scott can read. I'm just, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But he I saw him printing everything. I was like, why can't you just email it to him or something? <laughs> yeah, just, like he, he didn't even give Scott anything. He just no. Was I mean, Scott wasn't going to listen, but I just no. feel like I mean, you didn't need to print out like that very detailed illustration no show scott that was just that was probably stock footage that probably wasn't even <laughs> yeah Scott probably never left his room for any of that yeah uh, and then i have why is scott backtracking he's freaking out over all this weird shit that's been happening to him but now all of a sudden him being a werewolf is completely out of the question i think yeah i mean he's like i have to go to this party it's every allison is more important than anything allison is life <laughs> yes nothing else can get in his way nothing he has to go on his until date. allison forgot her pin right so yeah even if he's i mean i think he's just in denial like he's like okay everything was there's a lot of weird shit going on but at the moment it's turning out pretty good for me so let's just let's just ride this yeah <laughs> ride this like, wave <laughs> i don't know i'm just like a very logical person mm-hmm. i would if all of this was happening to me i'd immediately be like yeah i'm a werewolf yeah i mean yeah, there's no logical reason for... It's like, yeah, I was out in the woods, got attacked by an animal that I've never... Like, I'm not sure what it was, but I think it was a wolf. And now I'm better than ever at everything. And... Mm, I, maybe he's in denial? Because it's scary? I guess. I could see that. I guess, but like... I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Especially if your best friend is trying to tell you this. He's got. Well, yeah, know. he's got. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it advances the plot. It gets them to the party. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't appreciate him putting his hands on Styles. No, that definitely. I mean, come on. That was that unnecessary, should, but that if was. If nothing ending, else yeah. told him he Ooh. should not go to this party, I feel like that should have done it. You laid hands on Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> I was like, I don't care how, like, wolfed out out of my mind I am. I'm never going to lay hands on him unless it's to hug him. Right. And smother him in kisses. Right. <laughs> Because he's adorable. I love him. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you're attacking your best friend, maybe you shouldn't be around anyone no. right now. <laughs> no, especially if you're best friend of all people. Right. Not even Dylan O'Brien, your best friend, yeah. who is Dylan O'Brien. Right. <laughs> if, like, your love of him, when he's at that level with you, doesn't keep you from, like, putting your hands on him, you need to lock yeah. yourself up. What's to say like you one won't... of those werewolves on Vampire Diaries. Right. Which they don't know about because other werewolves don't exist. When did, when did Vampire Diaries come out? It was already was out. It was 2009. Mm, yeah, so it was already out. Yeah. Um, I also made a note here that... The claw marks on the back of the chair were a nice touch. Oh, yes, that. But I also made a note, because Scott says, how much Adderall have you had today? Yes. But I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't take Adderall. I don't have, at least I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. But shouldn't it make you calmer if you have Unless you're taking it and you're not supposed to be. Um, as somebody who's never had a prescription for Adderall but has taken it, ah, yes. Um, it usually only takes like one. It's not like how much Adderall have right. you had. It's like you take one and then you know you're a go getter for the rest of the day. So maybe he does have a prescription, but he took a lot, and that's yeah, why it doesn't make sense. Because well, I do know kids like really high performing kids kind of like take a lot of Adderall, but 
He doesn't don't, seem like he doesn't seem like he would abuse it, right? And I don't think I, I think really they just feel like, like one a day. It was just a comment, a throwaway comment. Yeah, I, I think. think they don't know how Adderall works. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. I think they just wanted an excuse for why he was being so yeah. Bonic. And we're like, sure, we'll just have him say that. Yeah, um, yeah. I just made a note that Styles is doing all the hard work, which is basically the pattern for the rest oh, of the yeah. show. Oh yeah. He starts carrying the show early. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also learned in the scene that the full the full moon is tonight. It's the yes. whole point of the scene, and he's already, as we mentioned, Getting showing aggro. signs of losing it. He's turning into a jock bro. Yep. Um, um, I think then Scott goes home to get ready. Yep. And we get to meet his mom, Melissa, for the first time. Third shirtless scene. Yep, because we love our shirtless twinks on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I just made a note that Melissa is so pretty. Yes. And also, she really thinks Scott is going to pipe down Allison on the first date. Does she even know her son? He's no. so awkward. <laughs> no. Okay. She did not assume that until he brought up the sex talk. Yeah, it's true. But she's the one who says, do we need to have a talk? And what else would that mean? What did you think he was going to think that meant? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the gas, Scott. The gas. And the- Come on. Nobody ever says, do we need to have the talk yeah. about putting gas in the car. I also love his relationship with his mom. She's just like, yeah, you can take my car to this party. Yes, she's great. What, like, a loving single mother. Yeah. Melissa. And she trusts her little himbo son. Yeah. They have a, yeah, they have a great relationship. Her and Scott and Styles and the sheriff. Good TV parents. They are. <sighs> That's a ship that I desperately, desperately want so bad. Melissa and the sheriff? Yeah. I think everybody wanted that. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. But we'll yeah. move on. <laughs> we'll see. Who will? Moving on. Moving on. Um, um, she drops a reference to 16 and Pregnant, the other t- MTV show. Yes. She does all that free marketing. Yep. And then the next note I have, so they go to the party, and I made a note that Allison wore a blazer and a button-up shirt to a high school party. She's an edgy girl. <laughs> Is that edgy? Oh, well, like, I think, you know, now that I mention it, her mom runs a boutique, so she probably is, like, has her very, like, has her own fashion. Yeah, sense. I mean, it looks good. It's just not what I would have pictured for a high school party. I don't know, like, where you just don't have that level of fashion sense that I guess not. Allison has. Yeah. And um, then I also wrote, Derek is such a weirdo. I forgot how <laughs> creepy Derek was in the beginning was my note. <laughs> he just shows up and just stares. He's not even that far away. No. And it's, like, very obvious, and he... He just, like, screams, dude who graduated from high school, but still <laughs> shows up and hangs around with all the high school kids. Uh-huh. Yep. And again, no idea how old he is. 19? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 20? I'm, I think that was a good strategy on their part to just be ambiguous I about guess. it. He's just a few years older than him. That's all we need to remember yeah. for the next, like, six years. I guess so. I mean, I don't know if we ever they ever mentioned it or anything. Did he graduate high school? I don't know. There's so much that they do not tell us about Derek. No, they, this show just does what it does, and we just have to roll with it. Yeah. I just, I don't think, I mean, we know his family died in a fire. Mm-hmm. We find out more details about that. They never give us any concrete dates on anything, though. No. So there's no, like, active timeline. It's no. just like, we know that, you know, some things happened before other things but no sense of when exactly it happened, how much time has passed between any given point Mm-mm. of time. We don't know anything about... I don't think we ever learn where Derek has been since he no. left. Just that he's back yeah. from who knows where. He's doing who knows just what. been brooding yeah, somewhere. I guess. <laughs> he just showed up. I mean, maybe they do say it and we just don't remember, but I, I don't think remember. they do. Yeah. I don't give them that much credit. No. But I'll eat my words if I end up being yep. wrong later. Um, um, I also made a note that Allison is wearing a bumpet. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, she's got her little poof in the back of her hair. Good for her. So fashion forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's here for it. And then uh, Scott starts wolfing out because they're dancing. What was going on when Scott and Allison were dancing and Lydia and Jackson yeah. were like grinding? I don't know. I made a note of that too. I don't know. Are they trying to make Lydia seem suspicious? Because she looks, she's like staring at him. I couldn't tell if she was just trying to like make eyes at him. I guess, I don't know. It's definitely charged. 
Yeah. But I don't know with if what? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, was she, is she jealous that he's with Allison? Is that I, what I'm seeing? It seems threatening. Yeah. I don't know if it's like threatening or like she's wanting either him or Allison. I mm. couldn't tell. But I mean, like, I know it's none of these things. Yeah. It was just a weird moment between the two of them. What's the ship name for Lydia and Allison? I know it is. It, just, it, it exists. Allison. No. Olivia? I think it's Olivia. Olivia. Olivia yeah. sounds sounds cool. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe she's just really jealous because she wants Allison all for herself. Must be. And she's so disinterested in Jackson. Yeah. Who's just, like, really going to town on her neck. They have They have a lavender relationship. Wait, what's the lavender relationship? I like a lavender marriage is when, uh, like a gay man married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah. two, uh, lesbian and a gay man would get married. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what I've never heard it called that, but I know what that is. It could be. <laughs> um. And just Jackson's really committed to his role. Yeah. And then, um, Scott starts wolfing out mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I don't feel good. Yeah. And my note just says, wow, he really just left Allison at the party with no explanation. None whatsoever. Good thing Derek is there to cover his tracks. So weird. Which I'm like, <laughs> Allison does not strike me as a girl who would go home with a dude that he no. does not, that she does not know. It does. Yeah. Why? And he's like, I'm friends with Scott. I was like, no, you're not. If I was Allison, I'd be like, no, you're not. That really cute boy over there that I should really be interested in <laughs> is his friend. Right. Because I see them together all the time. I just see you standing at the end of the football field brooding <laughs> at us all the time. Aren't you that guy I saw lurking earlier today? No, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I, she could ask Lydia for a ride home. Yeah, she could ask anybody. Styles for a ride home. Anybody. But Does she, no. do they, I Wait, they stop. But Styles follows Scott home. But he, but he also knows that Derek gave her a ride. It's true. Oh yeah, she could have asked before then. Yeah. How long does I want to? Because I get they don't go into it. How long does Allison stay at the party after Scott leaves? I wonder. I, that's a good question. Because are we supposed to assume that Derek just shows up, and says, "Hey, I'm friends with Scott. Do you want a ride?" Or does he hang out with her? <laughs> like, I don't are know. they partying? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just imagining Derek brooding, like, holding a drink, but not drinking out of it. Yeah, just standing awkwardly. And Allison just awkwardly, like, so... <laughs> How do you guys know really each other? <laughs> um, I brood yeah. a lot. Are you okay? Are you in therapy? <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> like, picture it. Um, I heard people talking. Uh, like, I heard your family got massacred. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that car ride like? Exactly. Oh. I don't know. Did they just sit in silence the whole time? Did they try to make awkward conversation? Was she just like, you look like this guy that was on uh, Seventh Heaven and <laughs> had a child and dated Jessica Biel? I'm assuming Tyler Hecklin was on Seventh Heaven? He was. That oh, was how okay. I first met him. I've never and watched that. he was a teen father. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Which is funny because he's kind of a teen father in this show, too. Kind of. A shitty one. <laughs> oh, a very <laughs> shitty one. <laughs> Um, okay, so then Scott goes home and he starts transforming. Oh, and I just have superhero landing. <laughs> yes, yep. And I think that's uh, shirtless Boy? scene number four. Mm-hmm. But he's basically yep. shirtless for the rest of the episode, I think, at this point. For more more, more or less. Until the very last scene when he goes to school. Mm-hmm. So then he's out in the woods. Um, oh, yeah, because he has to go save Allison from Derek, because Derek's the werewolf that turned him. Right, because he's not. Styles does show up. Yes. And I also made a note that he wore a full jacket and tie to high school party. He did. But that's, <laughs> I also feel like that's Styles' look, because he is yeah. always dressed kind of like a little army rat. Like, he's always got, like, that army jacket on. I don't know. That was the energy that he gave off. I thought he was just wearing a, he just, I was, was wearing a really? blazer the whole time. It looked like a little army blazer to me. Mm, but know. anyway, it felt very much like a certain aesthetic that he was trying to give off. Yeah. Like a subtle... Is that a 2011 I thing? I don't remember. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't remember the fashion back then, but... Um, then, yeah, so Scott goes off to rescue Allison from Derek. He has- I was like, where was he going? Where exactly was he going? To her house? What was his what was his plan? Does he know where Derek was gonna take her? He's just I like she know. has to be in the woods. Because like, yeah, where was he going? Because Styles goes to her house. Yeah. I guess he <laughs> went to the woods because that's where they found the dead body and that's where he got attacked, so he 
must have assumed that like if he's gonna do some like werewolf shit, it's gonna be in the woods. <laughs> this is where they do werewolf shit. <laughs> yes. at this specific spot. In these woods. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, a lot of werewolf shit does happen in those it, woods. Yeah. So just randomly run around the woods until they yes. find. And then uh, while he's running around, uh, the lovely Chris Argent finally makes his appearance. We don't know his name yet. Right. But there are hunters in town. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh. Would we call uh, Chris Argent a dilf? Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> 100%. What's his real name? J.R. Bourne? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. What a man. <laughs> Those eyes. And he's so sweet. Yeah. Like, when he's not, like, hunting baby werewolves. Right. Yeah, when he's not doing that. When he's not hunting his twinks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, he shoots Scott. Right in the arm. Yeah. Right in the, like, forcep. Um... And Scott's like, ow, that hurts. And then <laughs> Derek jump, comes to the rescue again and beats up the hunters, just throws them around a little bit, and he breaks the arrow out of Scott's arms, like, come yep. on, kid. Ouch. And then, uh, let's see. So that's when Derek... Uh... That's when Scott confronts him. He's like, you bit me, you turned me. And Derek's like, it's a gift, yada, yada, yada. And no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, wrong response, Derek. First thing out of your mouth should be, I didn't bite you. Right. Like, Spoilers. But no, Derek. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I know they're trying to be mysterious. They don't want us to know at this point. Yeah. Who the alpha is or whatever. But well, even if like, even if that wasn't like a spoiler, but I was just like, those would have been my first words. It's like, right. I didn't bite you. If I did, I would have just owned up to it. It was. He could even if, I don't know, they could have even had him say that and then still Make it seem it's like still he's lying yeah. or something. I don't Anything. know. Anything. Um, but yeah, he make, goes in this whole speech about how it's a gift and why is it so bad. Mm-hmm. And like, look at him. Does this look like a gift? Must, if you hadn't been there to save him because you're a stalker, he would have been like a werewolf hunter bait. Yeah, you're telling this 16-year-old that he who just got shot. Yeah. This is a gift. Why are you upset? Yeah, you almost ripped the girl you like apart. Yeah, no downsides whatsoever. Almost beat the shit out of your, like, perfect human being best friend. Why are you being so unreasonable about this? It's um, lovely. We skipped over the part where Styles goes to Allison's house. Oh, yes. And then uh, while this is all happening, Styles finds out that Allison's home safe and sound. Yeah. And um, we meet Mrs. Argent, who is terrifying. Yeah. She's just got, like... <laughs> Boss bitch energy. Yeah. I don't understand. We'll get into it more later, but I don't understand Mr. and Mrs. Argent as a couple. No, she gives me like very like stern, closeted lesbian Mm -hmm. energy. Yeah. I, it could be, I think we've talked about this before. It could have been, it could be some kind of hunter arranged marriage situation. Maybe. He just has like really good DNA. I was, uh, I mean, if I was, maybe, and I'm, like, she could not be a lesbian. She could just like her hair like that. There's nothing course, wrong with her yes. short hairstyle. But, like, also the way she carries herself gives me that vibe. Mm-hmm. But either way, by all accounts, you could do a lot worse than J.R. Board. Well, sure. If I was going to have, like, some kind of arranged hunter mm-hmm. marriage and that was my husband, I'm like, yeah, no, you could do worse. He's not, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. He loves his family, which we don't know any of this. Right, we're going to go ourselves again. But it's coming. Yeah. I just, yeah, we'll talk about them more in the future. Yeah. Love it. Um, um, I then, wrote, I have a note here. Well, I wrote, why is he such a dick? To referring to Derek, back to their yeah. conversation. But then I also wrote, everything's about Allison. I don't remember what their conversation was. It just Scott was saying, he complaining about how this ruined his date. Yeah, something. that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Being very much a boy about things. Uh, I have Derek just left him in the woods. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How did Styles know where to find That's, him? I have that note as well. He's just driving around randomly hoping to just find him. Which, I mean, I guess that's where the werewolf shit goes down. <laughs> Styles, Styles is five steps ahead of everybody, usually yeah. more or less. So, True. I mean, he just knew. And I guess that's, I feel like that's where Scott spends most of his time. They were, I feel like he just is always in the woods. Long before all of this stuff started happening, Scott just spent his time in the woods for no reason, walking 
for, I feel like they're like a nexus. You can just go through these woods and end up at any part of Beacon Hills you need to be. <laughs> exactly. It's in the center of absolutely everything in Beacon Hills. Everything. And Scott uses it like yeah. uh, Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. She just travels through subspaces. Okay. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> I've seen the movie, but they didn't get into that. Uh, they did. They did mentioned that... it briefly, but it they doesn't did? matter. Okay. They did. She's like, you have this really convenient um, subspace way in your head. It saves me like five minutes when I'm traveling and delivering packages. It's a very random note. I don't remember that at and all. This is, a, this is a Teen Wolf podcast anyway, so we're just going <laughs> to yeah. skip that. Check out our uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World podcast. We'll be yes. starting that soon. We won't. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> just spit wine everywhere. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and this is when... Yeah. St- so Styles finds him randomly on the side of the road. And that's when he tells him that if they'll work the, you know, they'll figure this out. If he has to, he'll feed him live mice like he did with his boa. pet boa. His pet boa. Now that's friendship. It is. <laughs> I would let Dylan O'Brien feed me live mice if I was a werewolf. <laughs> I would let him do it if I was just me. <laughs> Not really. I don't love him that much. Oh, God. But it sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop taking a drink right before you say something. Uh, <laughs> so, um, then you know that's the end of their night, and then yeah. the next day they go to school, mm-hmm. and Allison's like, "Uh, what the fuck was that?" <laughs> and he gives her absolutely no explanation whatsoever. No, and I was just like, Allison, girl, <laughs> I don't. I was. Just, my note is, I don't like this conversation at all with Allison. No, it doesn't make any sense. No, he, she she asks for an explanation. He just says no. You just have to trust me. Why? Based on what? They've known each other for two days? Maybe. Maybe two days. I sh- and then, oh, what does she say? Oh, no, I guess it's been a few days because, like, it's been more than two days. Because the rain. I feel like the, because the party was on Friday. Mm. And I don't know what day. I'm assuming it was a Monday that she started school. That would make and, sense, I guess. like, so a week. Know, time is an illusion in this show. Well, so that makes all the difference. They've known each other a full week. Maybe. <laughs> Um, I think, but this girl is also going home with Derek Hale. She has God, who she's never met. Allison, please, what are you doing? She, mm. yeah. So then she says, she's reckless. What does she say? He says something else after that that's even worse. She's, I can't remember. Oh God, it's something like she asked him, like, is it, is, is it gonna always be like this or something like that? And he's like, like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm like, sure. What? Okay, yeah. sure, why not? And I just wrote here so many red flags. Yeah, you could make a quote with all the red flags yeah. that he has given her already. And then my uh, closing statement was Chris Argent is so fine because we find out that dun dun dun, Chris Argent, the werewolf hunter, is Allison's father. Yep. Uh, my last note that I wrote there was though, does. So, Chris saw him in the woods. Does he not recognize His him? His face was wolfed out. Yeah. So, I mean, that was one of those things that bugged me too. But um, I think because he was wolfed out, it was dark. It was dark. Sure. Fine. The, the flashbang <laughs> was too bright. He, okay. Everything was a little fuzzy. And then there's like Derek Hill, the only person who runs around town in the same outfit, <laughs> the same leather jacket, mm-hmm. and dark jeans, and boots. Get up. I mean, well, that's not even a secret. Everybody knows that Derek's a werewolf. I think. No. No, they don't know that werewolves are real. I mean, but like, as far as the hunters are concerned, they oh, know that the... yes. So... But they don't... But they follow... Well, we haven't gotten into it yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting way ahead of myself. But, yeah. I mean, yes, they do know that he's a werewolf. But either way, there were two werewolves there. I guess he just couldn't imagine so. And it could have been because Scott cut his hair. Yeah. <laughs> he had the different hair. Right. He's like, there's no way I mean, he can be the same yeah, little werewolf. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And just say, you know, it's a very different uh, environment to see him in now. Although I'd be able to pick out uh, Tyler Posey's crooked jaw, no yeah. matter how wolfed out it was. True. That's a pretty uh, identifying mark, but all right. But yeah, that's the first episode of Teen Wolf. So to start wrapping up, what lore did we learn? We learned that werewolves go apeshit in the full moon. Mm-hmm. Well, not they don't go apeshit, but they are more likely to kill. Right. Gets their bloodlust up. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I mean, they're, they don't have, like, they don't turn into wolves. No. They just turn weird. They get a little extra arm <laughs> hair some sometimes. Forehead crinklies and uh, longer They teeth. turn into the vampires from Buffy. Right. <laughs> with a lot more, like, with mutton chops. Yes. <laughs> um, they um, their little things. They have glowy eyes sometimes. Mm-hmm. They can make angry dogs chill out. Yes. And um, they, cats hate them. Cats fuck with them, and apparently the eye thing does not work on cats. No. Or maybe well, it just has to be one cat. He didn't. Because <laughs> Allison wasn't there to inspire him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they can run on all fours and look really stupid. They can. <laughs> they, I guess they have, like, werewolf vision. Yep. Did we... I don't know. Did they keep doing that throughout the series? I don't remember I that. can't remember. I think it was just for the pilot. Yeah. To be like, this got, is like, what it's like. Infrared wolf vision, um, I guess. You can hear a potential mate's conversations <laughs> right. before you even meet them. Mm-hmm. But nothing else. No. Nope. Um, um, they're terrible at lying. <laughs> <laughs> that could just be a Scott thing. He didn't even try, though. No, he didn't. He didn't even make up a lie. Not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't... Let's see. I don't think we learned anything else yet about the lore. They have the little claws Yeah. that come out randomly. Mm-hmm. You get turned by a bite. Yes. Super healing. Yes. You heal so fast. Mm. They don't know about any of the bad stuff. Um, like wolf spain or any of that stuff yet. Nope. I guess that's, that's it. it. Yeah. So, do we want to rate the episode? Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Mm, nope. What? So, what scale are we doing out of five, out of ten? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> Let's do it out of five. Okay. And so, on a scale of, like, one to five, I give this, like, mm, like a solid three and a half to, like, four stars, dead hills, however we <laughs> want to do it. Well, so, what's, let's, let's calibrate our scale. Okay. Like, are we saying, like, from five is, like, one of the best Teen Wolf episodes ever? And one is the shittiest Teen Wolf episode ever? Or? Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I think as, just in general, my overall feelings on it, I was like, it was a solid, it was a solid pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You get to know the characters. Um, I think one of the best things about the show is the characters. Oh, for sure. Like, it's, it would not nearly be as engaging if it wasn't for all of like and we talk about styles because he's our favorite but i like all of them like there's a good balance i'm surprised that i didn't talk about dylan o'brien as much as (laughs) i felt that i do while we were watching this i was like there's not as much as i remember i will say and i made a note of this while i was watching it he is and this is his first role so it's still Mm -hmm. very impressive but he is definitely dialing it up to 11 oh 100 (laughs) he is manic best friend yeah he's a little he dials it back a little bit to further in the series and becomes it's not quite as manic which yeah. i think is good like i can you get the impression that he's really like i gotta give it my all it's my mm-hmm. first job but it's still obviously endearing but scott is just adorable yeah allison is endearing even if she makes some they all are choices. Um, jackson i immediately did not like right but that's um, i mean he's but that's the character purpose. yeah uh lydia i liked lydia She's fun. She doesn't have a lot to do in this episode. No. Um, the only weird thing is she ignored Dylan O'Brien. Right. And doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she just had that weird moment with Scott at the party that I'm... Yeah. They, that was the thing that they're going to do throughout this show is they just have weird things happening with Lydia. And sometimes it has to do with like something that's going on with her. Mm-hmm. And then other times I'm just like, why was that necessary? Yeah. Oh, I think that happens a lot. That happens with a lot of people but, and a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, they are just, like, going for a vibe. Yeah. And they're not really thinking about whether it makes any sense. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. But, um, okay, so my rating, let's see. Um, so it's definitely not the one of the best episodes, but I will... I, it is a solid pilot episode. Yeah. You're engaged. Um, I'll give it... Yeah, what, you... Like, 3.5... Yeah. Um. Uh, dogs that got hit by a car. Okay. <laughs> dogs that got hit by a car and nursed back to health. Yes. Um. So, was there any other segments or anything you wanted to talk about? Anything we missed? Not that I can think about because it's just starting out. I think we can add more things 
toward as we get further into it and spoiler alert they introduce more werewolves mm-hmm. yep so um, um so, so that was why that- i decided that we should call it twink wars oh, right. when they start introducing <laughs> more twinks so many twinks <laughs> that the that scott and styles and friends will have to war with <laughs> um so we had four shirtless scenes but they were all scott they were i did on one of the trivia things that i saw on mm-hmm. imdb was that Scott spends approximately 50% of the runtime shirtless. Of just this episode? Of this episode, yes. And that they mentioned that this will be a trend yes. for this show. It will be. <laughs> yeah. There's so many shirtless boys in this show, which, you know, I thought that that would be the appeal of the show to me, and it really wasn't. No. That is not why I ended up watching the show. It was always Dylan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. The one who's never shirtless. Never. Spoiler alert. Never. <laughs> but like, oh my gosh. Worth the wait now. Boy can't keep his clothes on. (laughs) He knows how fine he is and he owns his power. And I love that for him and Mm -hmm. for us. He's going through his slut era. He is. He announced it to the world. (laughs) Mm -hmm. His slut era is going way better than Tyler Posey's. Oh, jeez. I don't know if we want to get into that. (laughs) No, we don't have to. (laughs) You can Google Tyler Posey on your own if you want to. Uh, Yeah, be warned what you'll find. Um, Okay. So I guess that's it. Yeah. So thanks for listening to the first episode of Twink Wars. Hopefully not the last. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> not. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Um, see you next time, I suppose. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.